Hey, Dr. G here. Thank you for listening to Moving Upstream Without a Paddle. I would like to work with businesses, authors, coaches, and the like who understand the importance of shifting perspectives to obtain the results we're looking for. I'm pleased to announce that Moving Upstream Without a Paddle is now offering commercial spots to be aired during the episodes. If you believe your organization would benefit from advertising on the podcast, I would love to have you be a part of this continuously growing show. Let's get connected and inspire the world together. Hello, everybody. I am back again, and this time with my guest, Adam Parr. So Adam is the, the founder and creator of the Parsitivity podcast and is a certified and accredited life coach. He created his podcast in January of 2020 and has connected with over 150 people from all different backgrounds, including business, military, music, writers, television, medical, personal development, and a whole bunch of other walks of life. He possesses a deep, empathetic approach, strong emotional intelligence, natural strengths, and the instant ability to develop rapport with anyone he meets. Uh, Adam has studied psychology and all aspects of uniform public services, and he is also a candidate training to become an NLP master practitioner. His aim in life is to motivate, inspire, and encourage others to live the best lives that they possibly can. Adam's a pretty cool guy, and I can't wait to actually have the conversation with him and let you all see that. And that conversation is going to come right after this. Welcome to Moving Upstream Without a Paddle, the podcast that helps develop a mindset for success. I'm your host, Dr. Garrett Goggins, but most people call me Dr. G. Now, I've dedicated my life to helping others understand that if you have the proper mindset, you can propel yourself up that proverbial stream with no paddle needed. Now, if you're constantly feeling like you're going against the flow, but you're never happy with your results, it's really time to flip your mindset. If that's something that you're ready to do, you've come to the right place. Now let's get to it. Hello, Adam. Welcome to the show. Yeah, no, hi, Gary. It's a pleasure to be here. Really, really grateful. Yeah, no, I, I, it's, uh, it's the honor is all mine. The pleasure is all mine. Um, I can't wait to really kind of dive into your story. And, I, and the, the, the podcast thing is interesting because I think a lot of people started podcasts in 2020 and they had nothing, <laughs> nothing really better to do at that point. But um, but you leading up to that is going to be, I think, is is going to be interesting. So what I like to do is just give uh, my guests just the opportunity right out the gate to just take center stage and, and really tell their story on, you know, why they're doing what they're doing um, and how they got there. So if you wouldn't mind just to just to tell us that story. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I kind of got into, um, you know, what I'm doing now all kind of started when I was about 13 years old. I, you know, had an experience where, you know, a lot was happening, you know, around my life, you know, around school, uh, the people I was around, um, you know, in my, in my family. And I kind of wasn't really thinking about where I was going, what I was doing. And I was kind of, you know, coming from my ego, if that makes sense. And not thinking about where I was going at all or, or, or my situation. And I ended up on a busy, um, like a really hot summer's day during the holidays, um, going with my friends and the people I was surrounded by. Um, 
to this like call it like uh, parkour like free running on this roof of this building and I ended up standing on this skylight and the skylight was about 15 feet up I think and it ended up smashing and I fell down fell through the skylight cut my arm open I had several lacerations and um, I landed on a sink anyway that broke my fall and cut a long story short I had to go to hospital and all the rest of it but um, momentarily after that probably a um, couple of weeks a few months I was having you know PTSD anxiety um, you know depression you know all together at once um, and and the girl I was with at the time ended up leaving me the very next day because it was too much for her you know mm-hmm. she was like 13 years old and and the whole incident was just too much. And I was going through that and, you know, having trouble with people I was around at school. Because when that happened, I kind of, you know, had a wake-up call. I was like, I can't be doing what I was doing anymore. I, you know, I took my life more serious. I was thinking about, I started thinking about my future, what I was doing. Um, you know, I said to myself, I can't do this anymore. And I remember saying to my mom, I'm not going to let you down. And that was quite a pinnacle moment for me. And... Um, really shifted me and you know I stopped hanging around with those people at school um I kind of really pulled back and I remember having you know an anxiety attack when I was doing my um qualifications I was doing my uh call GC- GCSEs I was doing my exams in school and had a full-blown panic attack never experienced anything like men- you know mental health illnesses I never had any issues prior so I kind of thought I was dying. You're going to die, you know, when I was having that, 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 that panic attack. Um, and then obviously had um, hypnotherapy, counselling. My mum luckily was training to be, um, you know, hypnotherapist. So she gave me hypnotherapy whilst I was having everything else. And um, I remember exercising, helping a lot, going to the gym, started running, um, you know, and it's basically like, you know, I, I say it quite a lot, but like a pane of glass and smashing it and slowly p- picking up the pieces and putting it back together. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was a very, very difficult time. And, you know, only until I became around 17, 18, I kind of started feeling myself, you know, and uh, feeling okay. So that's kind of what kind of got me into mental health and personal development. Um, but, you know, I didn't really know all that up until recently, you know, connecting the dots back, um, you know, through doing different jobs and then kind of having a deep desire within myself, you know, whilst doing certain jobs in like hotels and restaurants, you know, that there's something more that I want to go into. Um, And then 2020 happened with the COVID. And then I just thought to myself, you know, why not do a podcast? I wanted to do one for a few years. And then just started it and kept on doing it ever since, really. So that's kind of like, you know, what, what happened and where it was kind of led up to now, if that makes sense, in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah, no. And that's and it's interesting that it started so so early on for you, right? Because 13, there's a lot of – I think a lot of people don't really go to the journey that, that you went on until much later in life and and have to deal with that anxiety and, and you know, those, those PTSD pieces – um, well on, but it's interesting that you you 
you know, through that, you recognize that you wanted some changes that early. And so did you find it like, and, and obviously you had the support from your mom and with, with the hypnotherapy and things like that, but did you find that um, at like an early age, it was hard to really become the self-aware and really understand, you know, what life, where you want to start going in life, or was it just something that with all, with the pieces that you were putting together, it just sort of started to make sense even at that age. Yeah. I mean, I was very, I was very, you know, carefree as a child. I was very, very carefree. Um, you know, and I've always been aware, but maybe not so, you know, like self-aware as a kid, you know, I was aware and, and I've always had that kind of awareness um, from very, you know, you're a very young age, you know, and wanting to interact with people and things like that. But, that kind of self-awareness kind of thing kind of got lost a little bit because, you know, I was, I was coming from my ego. I was people pleasing a lot. I remember just caring about what people think and kind of feeling cool, you know, with that ego and, and doing certain things to impress certain people. And that attitude kind of fell into place. But I think when that incident happened, that self-awareness really kind of kicked in, you know, it kind of awoke. Yeah. Well, I think that's why, and that's really why I was asking, because I think a lot of kids, 13, 14, 15, you know, all those teenage years, you really are a, a people pleaser because you want to have that status in life, right? You want to, yeah. you know, have the popularity or, or whatever that looks like for, for kids. And, and, and it's interesting because they're not, they're not really um, in tune with those aspects. So even with you, with that, that jerk and that momentum that it just kind of sparked and clicked. That's, mm-hmm. it was, it's pretty interesting that, that you really started going on that personal development, that, that journey. Yeah. I mean, I, I think when that happens and, you know, I was experiencing anxiety and all these emotions and, and, and depression and PTSD, like I'm okay now, but like when I was going through it, like, I was questioning questioning what it was, and I was like, "Why is this happening?" And I, and I used to get frustrated, you know. I'd, I'd get frustrated with myself, like, "Why is this happening to me? You know, why me?" And when you're going through certain things, sometimes you, it's very easy to be the victim and be like, "Well, you know, what is happening to me?" Blah blah blah. And I just kind of became very curious around mental health, you know, and 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 how we work as people because. I'd, I'd seen, I'd, I'd felt myself go through something and come out the other end. And, you know, I've seen other people do that as well. And I'm like, well, you know, what, what's happening in the mind? What, what's uh, the cause of why people go through certain things? It's, it's really interesting. But like, when, when you're going through it yourself, you're just in it. If that makes sense. It's like quicksand. It's like, you're just in the, in the source, you know, right. you, you, you don't think there's a way out. And, Sometimes you know you you shift and you feel a bit better. Then it's like oh hey hey have a, have another load of this and then you know so but it's a process. If anyone's ever going through something or been through something, it is a, it is a very kind of slow process and it takes time. And you know you have to ultimately accept what's going on and you have to be kind to yourself. Yeah, when you were going through that, did you find that there is a um... Because you said that now that you look back and you started connecting the dots and, and sort of understood where you were, like what age were you at when you where you were able to start connecting those dots? I I would say 
probably, I mean, I, I think 2020 was a big time of reflection for me mm-hmm. um, doing the podcast. And also I think when, you know, I, I went to university and I did a course for a short period of time, but I left because it wasn't for me. But then I started, you know, thinking back, you know, to, to how far I'd come and what I was doing and, you know, what we are capable of, you know, as human beings. But I think 2020 was a big kind of time for me to really think and reflect. And, you know, it is quite intimidating when you start doing podcasting and when you start talking about what's happened and really thinking about it. So I think probably 2020 was quite a big time for me to really connect all the pieces together. Because I think in school, I didn't really know, you know, I, I felt like it was me that had a problem. I couldn't really find my kind of friends, if that made sense. Right. Whereas kind of only in the recent year, I've really found people, you know, like yourself that I can really resonate with. And I felt that I was missing when I was in school. So I think, yeah, 2020 was a big time for me. Yeah, you know, it's interesting with podcasting and well, anything, when you start to talk, like literally talk about your story, talk about the things that you went through. Um, that, to me, that's an important piece. And, and we don't do it, right? Because we, yeah. we don't know who to talk to necessarily. We don't, we don't know who's going to understand. But when you get on a platform like a podcast and you just start to verbalize the things that you went through, it, it does start to, to make these connections and go, wow, wow, look at where I've gone. Look at what I've done. Yeah. And it... And I think it's a beautiful thing that you can get on podcast till that. And then other people are, are hearing this too. And while you're coming to these realizations yourselves, they're going the same thing. Well, wow, look at that. That really mirrors where I'm at in life and when the things that I can do. And that's why I think podcasts are just such a, just an amazing platform to really, to get your story out and to help others to really understand their story and develop their story as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's a really good space where you can, you know, connect with other people and really, you know, reflect because it's quite cathartic, you know, thinking about things, being open about it, talking about it. And, you know, I think the magic of it as well is you don't know who's listening to it or what they may be going through or they might be able to resonate with it and, and you know, being through something similar. And, you know, I, before I used to talk about it, I I, used, I didn't really think too much of it in some sense. You know, I was like, well, it happened X amount of years ago. And I kind of, I wouldn't say downplayed it, but I, I yeah, I just think, oh, you know, this happened, da, da, da. And I think sometimes we can do that. We can either downplay it or just think, oh, well, that happened so many years ago. It's not so big. But when you think about it, you know, it really is. And it's quite magical when you can help other people through your experiences and your journey, I think everyone's kind of on their own path and everyone's kind of got something to give, you know, everyone's kind of got their own story and that can be quite powerful when, when you think about that. Yeah. When, when you started the podcast, was it, did you know that, did you, you obviously you were, you were, because in the in the opening bio, we we're, were talking about all the people, the 150 types of people that you you've actually connected with. And did you know that you were going to be interviewing people, or did you start off just kind of just you speaking, verbalizing things that were on your mind, and then the guests came let came later? Yeah. Well, I think I was looking back on some videos that I did before I did the podcast, and I think the 
the podcast, I, I had it as an idea for about three years. And I didn't have a name straight away. I knew I wanted to do a podcast, but I, I was held back by, you know, fear and what people are going to think and all of that, you know, that kind of irrational, uh, those irrational thoughts and, and beliefs. Um, but when I, I first started doing videos, I started before I did the podcast, you know, talking into the phone or talking into the camera about what I was thinking. And then I kind of capsulated that and I thought, well, maybe, you know, if I can try and interview people and connect with them. Um, so yeah, I kind of, I knew I wanted to talk to people, but I, I didn't really kind of see myself do it, doing it on video or doing things like this. I never envisioned, envisioned that to begin with. And I did my first 60 episodes, I think, on audio, on mm. uh, using Anchor. And it was like just a telephone call. And I didn't have the confidence to do it like this straight away. Mm. Um, so I had to learn that. I, had, I, I didn't research anything. I just kind of went into it. And then after playing around with it and learning the process, I, got, I became confident and comfortable to a certain degree and then went into video and then just kept expanding it. And, you know, it just kind of uh, grew from there, really. You know, people were starting sales is quite good. And that kind of gave me a bit more confidence in, in you know, in doing it further. So it's just kind of naturally, organically kind of grown um, over time. Yeah. You talk, so you talk about the fear. And I think a lot of people would love to, um, go start a podcast, do create a YouTube channel, do all that. But there is that fear factor that, mm-hmm. you know, who's going to listen? Do I really have something to say? Um, and, and, you know, all that, that stuff, that, that self-talk that we do to ourselves when we're about to go tackle something huge. So what, how did you get past that fear? Like, did you just that first step to move past and really start the podcast? Or, and obviously it was audio only, but, as you did that, you grew, but you had to make that first step past the fear. So yeah. what did that look like for you? Yeah, it was frightening. It was really frightening. I mean, I remember, yeah, just, just feeling it's crazy, really. Like, you know, a mixture of excitement, nervousness, fear. Um, I Yeah, I just kind of went into it. And I, I just remember the feeling I, I would get once I'd done it. It felt good. And I wanted to do that again. And then just, you know, I, I noticed the, you know, how, how my confidence was slowly growing um, and the feedback I was getting from people really liked it. And, I, and then it started to kind of increase my self-esteem by, you know, having people give me good feedback. And, you know, there's, there's you get negative feedback or you get people who might be critical on the internet, but that's just, the, you have to kind of, you know, block that out, you know, it's how you kind of deal with it. But it was frightening. It was scary. Um, and then I just really began to like, you know, that kind of process. I think I, I was trying too hard to begin with. I used to worry about how things are going to pan out, rather the right, the right words to say. And then I just kind of found my own groove, of it, groove with it and relax a lot more um, over time. But I think I had, I had a good guest of mine called uh, Don Sevzik. He's a good friend of mine. And he just talked about the compound effect and, you know, that 1%, you know, 1% each day. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of really took that in and just, I've just kind of always listened to that, you know, just 
that one percent, you know, moving forward over time, it soon builds. Um, so I think that's a really good good thing to keep in mind. But it's all a process. Do you have the next big thing? That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a website. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions that weave together SEO, stellar web design, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing or idea or telling that next chapter in your story because your audience is ready for it. Look them up today at webinit.com and remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. you're finding value in this podcast, you should really check out where it all began. See, I wrote the book Moving Upstream Without a Paddle as a guide to develop the foundation for a successful mindset. Learn what I believe to be four of the most fundamental principles to finding success in any endeavor. And if you apply these principles in your own life, you will indeed find that you can move upstream with no paddle needed. Get it on Amazon today. Well, I like how you said that <laughs> you did it and then you like the feeling, right? So if yeah. you look at the process here, you're like, I know I want to do this. I know I want to do this. And you're getting that pull, that little tug to, to do that piece of, in your life. And, and then once you went past it, right, you just took that step and you just pulled the trigger and you did it. You're like, oh, wow, I like, I like this feeling. And then that compound effect that you're talking about, you're like, it does. So once you take that first step past the fear and really just jump into that purpose that you're trying to get into, you realize that this is where I'm supposed to be. And then the feedback that you get, it just it's more confirmation and affirmation that, yeah, this is this is exactly the space that I need to be in. And it just and you grow and that that compound that you're talking about, you keep growing, keep growing. And then it becomes this thing that's just really out there. And I think if people can just understand that, just take that yeah. first step and just watch that feeling that happens after you break through that fear. It's yeah. a glorious thing, a glorious thing. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, I think I used to fear the unknown. I think a lot of us, you know, fear the unknown. What's in the unknown? Um, we get used to doing certain things a certain way. And, you know, there's that always what if. And, you know, it's just kind of switching that narrative around. Um, and, you know, you know, like I've met some incredible people and I've gained a lot, you know, some of the most amazing friends through doing this from, you know, all over the world, like networking with people, you know, and I'm really humbled and grateful and touched, you know, for everyone's support and, and the people that I've met along the way. And, you know, when you receive certain emails or you get certain feedback from different places around the world, you think, well, there's something here. And that's, that was a really big eye opener for me. You know, start, you know, there's, it's a bit like throwing a stone in the water and those ripples, you know, over time kind of, happen over time and i think you can't rush it you can't you you know for me i've always been a person that is quite a big perfectionist i've always wanted things now and i think you know with the way the world and society is you, you know that's the way it is you can click a button and get it now and i think for me procasting has been a big learning process you know to be more patient to 
to, to try and le- love the process, you know, and understand that there is a process to it. Um, and, you know, things will pay off. And But I'm, I just like providing, you know, trying to provide value to other people, and, you know, and to connect with people. It's, it's, it's really powerful. It's, you know, it's, um, yeah. Yeah. And there, and it is the, the process. And I think that's just life in general. Again, you're right. We live in the, the, what most call this microwave society. And because we can click a button and have it now, but that it, it doesn't necessarily work with human, be- human behavior. So, I mean, the technology is there, right? Cause we utilize things like anchor and, and, and I'm here on Streamyard or restream. So we have the technology to really make it happen instantaneously but the process is within is taking the again those steps and then realizing that it's not going to be perfect right out the gate i mean and when i started this one i have a really good friend who got me into it and he we laugh because when i first did it it took me four hours four hours to record just a, a two minute intro because i wanted it to be perfect and you can go back and listen to it and it's it's still it sounds like i read it right because but I had to, I had to let go. I had to say, you know what? Yeah. This is ridiculous. I'm just going to talk with feeling, talk about the things that are are on my heart and my soul, and talk with the, these people too, as, such as yourself, and and get their information out there and make this idea that you can go through any of these goals, any of these things that you're trying to tackle, and shift your mindset as you do it. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be all in line to to take that first step. And it really is just watching and growing as as you get through it. So this is it's a great story on your part mm-hmm. to really show people that, look, just keep taking the steps and just watch how you'll fit into the role that you're supposed to fit into. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I agree. I think I think it's a really good point. I think sometimes people, not all people, but sometimes people sometimes look at what others are doing, how they're doing it. And I think we can overthink the process sometimes. I think I used to do that a lot and it's just a matter of doing it really and you know yeah i i use my you know i'm using my phone now and everyone's got a different life different budget but you know it's it's mainly the context of what you're saying you know it's like i only got a a, a mic phone similar to yours um after like a year or so and i think it's just just doing it isn't it it's just just put it you know i do mine in my car because you know one i've got dogs and family and things and it's more quieter but mm-hmm. we you know i think we can kind of overthink things sometimes and that can stop us sometimes from actually doing it um well that's what that's what you know i i was always making excuses in the past you know i'm gonna do it, i'm gonna do it and then you know three years go by um now i think that's one of the scary things about um what people can do sometimes you know and we've all got fears we're only human but you have to really kind of own it and just kind of take that small step. You know, I think we always want to take big steps straight away. And, you know, it just, just that 1%, you know, um, builds. And I, and I think as well, that process, people like sometimes see, you know, when you look back at certain people who are successful or famous, you see all their early stuff and you see how they've grown. You look at Joe Rogan's podcast and you think, what on earth is going on here? Like when you look at his early stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's all those bits kind of forming out to get over time and growing. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's a 
Well, and I like how you brought um, Rogan up too, because it's 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 all those people who find the success. They, they all they do is they just put one foot in front of the other, and um, so it's just it, it's an important point. But let's so let's talk about like the um, let's let's break from podcasting because you do your. You're certified and accredited, accredited life coach as well. So what was it your journey really that because you, of what you went through that you were, you felt compelled, like, I just want to help other people and help them understand this as well. Or I mean, did life coaching just really seem to be a good fit for that or what really compelled you to, to, to get into that? Yeah. I mean, I, I never ever thought that would be something that I would end up doing or falling into. I, I basically, you know, all I've always had an interest in people and how we work. And I think, you know, from that accident, I got more into mental health and that curiosity around it. And I basically, you know, went on a bit of a journey, you know, like I just tried different things out. I, I mean, to cut a long story short, I kind of fell into hospitality. I worked in restaurants, bars, hotels, tried retail. And I just kind of knew there was something more deep down that I wanted to do. And, you know, I then tried to join the uh, Royal Marines, you know, in the military. But, you know, prior to, like, when I, when I was at college, I did, you know, uniform public services. So my, my tutors were in the military and I really looked up to them and those kind of people. And uh, I think that in that period of my life, you know, I was wanting to grow and to learn. So, you know, I was trying different things out. So I ended up, you know, joining joining the military. Um, and then I changed my mind and then went back into work. And then I went to university and I, I was doing uh, criminology in university, got into university. And then after a couple of months, I was like, I don't want a career in this. And I was like spent all this time, you know, getting to all these stages and then retaking my maths to get to this stage. And then, yeah, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I was looking into courses in like psychology. Um, I did a course in psychology and then I found, I found life coaching. I heard about life coaching on the internet and then started watching Tony Robbins. And um, yeah, I took a course in life coaching for for complete but it was about, it was about half a year to, to complete the course and mm-hmm. yeah f- just kind of fell into it through just kind of trying you know trying different things out and just tapping away and gaining that experience and different perspectives you know and just kind of following what i was feeling within myself if that makes sense i like like almost like an inner compass in some sense right. and um yeah, I took the leap into it and, and, and carried it through and, and finished it. Uh, and just been doing it ever since, really. So a bit of a journey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, th- I, th- I think a lot of coaches actually just, they go through the same thing, right? And, and Lord, I mean, I have a doctorate and, <laughs> yeah. and it's still not, and I'm, I'm passionate about what I do for, you know, with yeah. in the computer science field, but it it was there was still this other piece that I felt like something was missing and it was, yeah. it, I couldn't really figure out what it was. And then I started going through personal development and I had coaches of my own and and I discovered that passion. And you really just kind of go, OK, this really starts to make sense. It, it just fits for me. And so I think that's not every, 
I feel like there's a lot of life coaches out there. It just seems like it's a, it's a, yeah, uh, you know, whatever, but the journeys and how people get there and how they want to help others tend to be different. Well, obviously again, cause we're talking about our story. So, um, and I feel like once you go through these types of things, like you went through with the PTSD and the anxiety and, and going through that there, there becomes this pull for us to really want to want to help others to get through that. And, but you even took it, I, I feel like a step further because I mean, there's life coaching, but now you have this, the NL, the NLP aspect and really understanding the process that's going on with, with our, you know, our mind and, and really how that works within getting the results that we need in life. And so was it just now with life coaching that you just kept going down this rabbit hole and really wanted to find out more about the mind and more about people and how they do and how they do that? Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I kind of, it's been like an iceberg, you know, like I just really kind of, you know, expanded my um, awareness with it and just paying attention to like, you know, role models like, you know, Simon Sinek, Tony Robbins and looking at their background and what they do. And then I saw like, you know, they do, NLP, they, uh, I think Tony Robbins does like NLP or certain coaches or people who, who specialize in that area. And I started looking into it and, you know, gaining them interest in it. And it's, it's a process, you know, I'm still learning like NLP at the minute, you know, but it just, it kind of, you can really relate to it. I think when you start looking at it, and it's just interesting. It just goes like a deeper layer, you know, into how the mind works, modalities, you know, belief systems, um, and how we work as people in the, in this kind of scientific side of it, um, mm-hmm. as well. Um, and that just kind of fueled my interest even more, but, you know, with my niche and what, in how, in what I do, I'm still kind of finding that out as I go along. It's a process, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of probably leaning towards like, you know, trauma and, you know, my own kind of background, because someone said to me, you know, your, your ideal client is like yourself. Someone said to me once, and it kind of makes sense because it's like, you know, you kind of being genuine and coming from your own experience with, you know, being able to relate to people. But, uh, but yeah, NLP and, and um, CBT and these different uh, methods of helping people are really interesting. Like, kind of like, uh, you know, extra badges to your belt in some sense, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I felt the same way. Like the more, yeah. the, the more your awareness uh, in these, in these aspects come, this, the more, and I say it's a rabbit hole and it is because even there's, there's yeah. research out there. We, there's things about us that we still don't even understand, but to connect our, you know, our thought process. And like you said, the belief systems and, and all those things that, that happen in our mind that control how we how we respond or react uh, to to things, it's there's there is a science to to a lot of the stuff, and then how we shift all that stuff to really understand that science piece. And not everybody's going to get into it, right? But I yeah. I I geek out on it all the time because it's just so <laughs> fascinating about how we are and who we are and, and what we can do, and 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 it's just it's just amazing things. And I feel like a lot of people, I know a lot of people that I've coached anyways, when, when they start obtaining the same knowledge, the same thing sort of happens with them. They go, wow, this is crazy. And they really want to take the deep dive into themselves. And it's, mm-hmm. it's fun as a coach watching them go through that and just kind of sitting back and 
saying, yes, yeah, see, see the process and see how it's working for you and mm-hmm. see how things start to begin changing. And so it's, I, I love the coaching piece because it's very, it's, it's a fulfilling, very fulfilling for, for me. And then yeah. as other, as the clients grow, or even on the podcast, as I'm talking to other people, the growth that I have is, is so, mm. it's just, it's, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It's just been yeah. like, it's, it's so fulfilling. It is really fulfilling. I agree. And I think like, you know, with podcasting as well, I think, you know, there's that kind of kind of coaching element in that as well. You know, you're listening to people, you're communicating and, you know, there's that self-awareness thing on as well. Like you start, you could have a conversation with someone, you start thinking about what they've been through or what they've done and you start thinking about yourself. And, you know, I, I know people who started podcasts and it's really nice to see them grow, you know, as a person, almost through like, you know, like a bit similar to coaching, you know, you see that person shift and change in what they're doing. And I think it, it is a bit of a rabbit hole. There's so many layers to it and it's never ending really. And I think they're still finding, you know, research out and new data on there about the brain and how um, people work. And like when I was doing my course, it said that, you know, your subconscious mind's programmed in the first seven years of your life and you're, you know, to do with your environment and, yeah, it, it, it just goes on and on, but it, it's really fascinating and it really kind of builds on that self-awareness, I think. It's um it's all you know, all all a process in some sense. It's all um all kind of constantly growing. Yeah. Do you um um do you have any plans to because I, I know that you're the the coaching piece for you is 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 starting to it's kind of in that beginning process the beginning stage and that you're doing it and you have other things going on as well but do you do you see yourself really maybe merging the two because I, I like how you said that the podcast and the coaching they, they tend to do the same thing right so do you do you see yourself actually merging the two like having a coaching piece and the podcast or is that really what you're doing now i i mean at the minute i've got the podcast separate i don't i don't do any coaching with the podcast i mean I I just think, like, it's, you know, with the podcast, I'm still kind of tweaking bits and still figuring things out as I go along. I I am looking to do, in the future at some point, trying to build, like, a coaching course or, or something. I mean, I, I want to do – I'm thinking of an idea around uh, doing, like, a live show or, or an Instagram live, you know. I'm trying to just tweak and, and, and think of – different ways of of doing podcasts as well um but the coaching really is at the minute separate you know from the podcast but i think they're quite similar you know because you're listening and you're tuning into people and i think doing the coachings kind of helped me really i think listen more Mm -hmm. i I used to kind of filter things out i used to kind of hit i used to listen to kind of what i wanted to hear if that makes sense whereas now i'm kind of a better listener, if that makes sense. I'm more tuned in to people. I'm not just listening to what I want to hear. I don't do that, you know, anymore when does that make mm-hmm. sense? It, no, it does. It does. And the same thing happened to me. And you yeah. you have to be for both aspects is that listening, that listening piece. And um, I have a lot of people talk, talk about, you know, we have to stop listening with this idea of thinking about what we're going to respond to. Like, yeah. I have my answer. The, the listening becomes very different when you're a podcast host and when you're a coach. It really is. 
you have to focus on what's going on and not think about what your next response is going to be and and really take in the stories and and let everything you know be as organic as possible and and get connected on the emotional side of that and it's it's the, the same's done for me it's just really shifted my the way i I just deal with people in general. Like even if I go to a networking event now or meet somebody on the street or whatever that looks like, it's really interesting how the conversation now is just more to to, like, I was having coffee with someone the other day and and I didn't say much. It was just that tune into that person and let, tell me your story. And that's, that's just who we become. And it's, it was a very interesting transition for me as well. Yeah, it is really interesting because I can definitely relate to that. I, I remember doing podcasts. I remember listening to say someone talking and t- like trying to take what they were saying. And I was thinking about what can I say next? And I remember just feeling under pressure of, like, to try and respond or how I'm going to respond or what I'm going to say to what they're saying. And I think sometimes in people in conversations, sometimes, you know, if someone else is talking, sometimes people might then talk about themselves and it's like you have to put that aside and really engage with the other person because sometimes people might have a conversation and they're talking and then you go oh yeah and i did this today and then the other person's like well i'm talking about you know really really you know responding and listening to them and it's really powerful listening because you know sometimes i think sometimes that sounds quite powerful and sometimes people feel that with conversation or or something and sometimes people just need that space to talk and just to, to really be you know listen to and and feel heard it's quite there's a lot of power there you know because sometimes that's all people all some people want to feel heard and understood they don't need someone to fill in those gaps yeah well and it's it kind of brings it back you know, full circle to what we were talking about before, how when we start when we started our podcast or when we were actually being able to express things and really understand stuff, we started figuring things out. We connected dots. We did this. And sometimes that's all like you were saying, that's all people need is just let me talk it out and and they can come up with it on their own. And so it's it's it is powerful. The listening piece is powerful. And if you a lot of times if you if someone's looking for help and you want to help them, that's that's the best place to start is just do that active listening and that intentional listening. Um, and, and that, that could just be all the help that they need. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, I've, I've had to learn the hard way and, you know, relationships not working out in the past, you know, like, uh, sometimes, I mean, everyone's different, but like people, I think I used to want to help people and try and fix them and, or, Make, you know, I didn't realize that, you know, the people in the past just wanted to be listened to. I was too busy saying, oh, well, you need to do this and this, or why don't you do this? And sometimes people don't want that, you know, and that, I think that really helps people in relationships, you know, to their partners, you know, just really listening to them and hearing them out. And I think sometimes we can try and fill in those gaps or, or, or to suggest them to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think if you're caring as well, that, that can be quite difficult. So, you know, just, just listening, not to go off the subject too much, but, you know, just listening is really important. Yeah, no, I agree. Adam, we're, we're getting really close to time. Yeah, cool, uh, yeah but uh, I want 
to offer just well because i'm sure people with your story and it, as you know it happens all the time on, on podcasts and in, in the coaching realm is that people resonate with 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 different people and so i want to give the opportunity for those who are resonating with your story and, and possibly want to work with you um, in coaching how, how can they uh how can they get in touch with you yeah, sure. You can uh, direct message me on uh, LinkedIn at Adam Paul or uh, Instagram at Positivity94. And uh, you can email me at um, adam.paul, P-A-R-R-R-994 at gmail.com as well. All right. And I think I have a lot of that, so I'll make sure that those are in the description for the live and the, and the podcast notes. But um, I want to thank you, Adam. It's been a pleasure talking with you. And I don't, when we had our first talk, we really didn't get into the deep back part of the story. We just kind of yeah. sort of connected and we're like, yeah, let's, this will be a great conversation. So it was really interesting listening to, you know, really what got you to where you're at. And, and I appreciate you coming on and telling that story and, and sharing your wisdom and knowledge. Yeah, no, you're most welcome. I'm really grateful to, uh, you know, to have this opportunity to be on your show. And yeah, it really means a lot. Awesome. Do you have maybe any final that you know, that last little bit of inspired yeah. uh, golden nuggets that you want to leave the listeners? Yeah, I mean, a good friend of mine said, you know, just get comfortable being uncomfortable. Uh, you know, just to be patient and really, you know, really take those one percent. You know, each day. You know, what no matter what you're doing, just just take this one percent you know one percent those small steps and really you know know that there's a process and if you're in a hard time it's not you know a permanent place it's uh you know there, there is a a way out you know and it's just taking that time yeah absolutely well thank you again sir and with that i'm going to sign off but listeners we will be back soon and have a conversation probably tomorrow all right there you go Thanks for tuning in. If you found value in this episode, the best thing you can do is to subscribe, rate, or review this podcast. If you would like to further investigate how you can flip your mindset, feel free to contact me through my website at www.garrettgoggins.com. Can't wait to catch you on the next episode.